welcome to the Coach's Plan podcast with Coach New Brunswick, a podcast for coaches by coaches brought to you in part by the Coaching Association of Canada and the National Coaching Certification Program. Hello, welcome everyone. We're joined in the studio today uh, by myself, Ashley, our host, and our co-host. Colin Daigle, I'm still here. <laughs> Miraculously, he agreed to come back and help me for a second Miraculously, season. no, I love it. <laughs> Well, either way, I'm very happy to have you here, especially after we spent the last hour and 20 minutes trying to get the microphone set up properly. It's always a learning curve here at Coach New Brunswick. Um, and today we are joined by a special guest, uh, Joe Blanchard from, um, uh, I'll say from Boxing New Brunswick, but he has uh, coached with many other clubs as well. We're going to get into that in a little moment. Um, but so with season two of our podcast, I really wanted to um, take a moment to recognize a lot of the really cool work being done by coaches in New Brunswick. And so I thought this season is the season for me to, to really reach out, talk to some of our local coaches and, and hear the cool stories of, uh, of our homegrown heroes. Absolutely. Um, so Joe, I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit and then, uh, and then I have some questions for you. Awesome. So, so Joe, I, I uh, sent you an email earlier last week. Um, I, I really wanted to talk to you in this season because uh, you did something incredibly cool in the past year, working with Charlie Cavanaugh to turn her into a world champion. Um, and and through a little bit of digging into into boxing's history in New Brunswick, we actually have like a like a pretty decent reputation of producing some pretty cool athletes. Um, what do you like? What's in the water? <laughs> What, what do you think is is it about New Brunswick that has the ability to turn out these amazing athletes in boxing? Well, it's, it's definitely not our population. Right. I can I can definitely appreciate an underdog story and especially in a sport like boxing. Um, so so because you guys don't get as many competitions, what do you guys have to do to kind of overcome that? Like, do you is there more travel involved is how, like how do you jump those hurdles? That's very cool. And so, um, sorry, I don't know a lot about boxing. I actually recently joined like a recreational boxing class, which is is super fun, by the way. But which like what are the what are the big like heavy 
sorry, I'm going to have so many puns in this episode. <laughs> like, which uh, which country are the heavy hitters in this sport? First off, we always have the U.S. Uh, it's going to get more quiet for it. Uh, followed quickly by uh, the Russian team, the Cuban team. Uh, these are our forerunners. Uh, Kazakhstan has become a very strong uh, opposition for us. Great Britain, Zoe Squadron, uh, uh, strong team as well. But again, we're, we're pretty deep to par with them. Wow, so there's there's a lot of competition in this sport. Oh, absolutely. Wow, cool. Um, and so how does how has Canada normally fared at this type of international competition? Yeah, but my next question. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it from you. Oh wow. Right. Um, and so so what is it like? So was it Charlie herself? Like is I know I've worked with some pretty uh, phenomenal athletes that you when you start working with them, you just know like this kid is going somewhere. What was it like when you first met Charlie? Uh, where was she at? And then what did it take to bring her up to a world champion? I know that's a, a big question, but <laughs> I'll let you try and unpack it. Oh. Amazing. Wow. Completely. Um, I, I wasn't expecting that, like uh, her origin story. That's amazing. Yeah, no, that's cool. Four years to a world champion. Wow. That's, uh, that's a pretty cool that's story. Incredible, yeah. And so what was her what was her first fight like then? Oh, that's got to be such a cool feeling, especially for you as her, as her coach who worked with her and kind of helped pass those skills on. That's that's incredible. Um, and and so what was it like on the on the day of her world champion fight? Was it that same kind of nerves bringing that forward or? 
there was no real preparation on this. Uh, uh, we'll have to deal with it as we as we see it. Um, the athletes that we were competing against, uh, we we had a very good idea of what they brought to the plate. We did uh, a lot of research on that athlete. So we, we knew what we needed to do to get the job done. But it was going to take something special of Charlie to uh, obviously uh, turn the pages and bring them back to Canada. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And so uh, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. So we've talked quite a bit about Charlie, but but what about you? How did you get into coaching and um, how did you basically get to the point where you were felt comfortable taking someone to the world championships? Cool. And um, can you think of any of any mentors uh, either at the St. John Boxing Club or or earlier that uh, that kind of helped you get there? That is very cool. I know I know Kevin a little bit just through my emailing with him. Um, he's the executive director, at least currently, of uh, of Boxing NB. And I, the one thing I really appreciate about him is that he always has a plan for the coaches in his program. Like he's always making sure that you guys have your have your courses lined up and ready to go, and that you uh, that you have your certifications in order to take you to your events. I, I really like that he has that plan in place. It shows that he's like really thinking about the development of the sport as a whole. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. We need that. We we need more people like that in the sport industry in New Brunswick. Yeah, really, all it yeah. takes is kind of that one champion to yep. to make sure that their program is moving forward. Especially as you as you've mentioned, a smaller province mm-hmm. with smaller programs, less resources. You need someone who's there, being creative, uh, and keeping like traditions alive and and energy up and and things moving forward. It's very cool. So. Uh, I'd like to ask you a little bit about uh, the Canada Games, the 2019 Canada Games, which were just this past February. Um, had you coached for uh, Team New Brunswick before? That was our first time. And was that your first time going to Canada Games as a whole? Uh, negative. Uh, no free as an oh, very fun. Mm-hmm. So what, how did you feel the transition was from being an athlete at the Games to being a coach at the Games? Designed to make sure that the kids captured every minute of it. 
That's so fun. And yeah, through a little bit of my uh, my journalistic research, or as I <laughs> said, my internet creeping, um, I, I've noticed that New Brunswick typically has a history of performing at the Canada Games. Actually, in the last 20 years, um, at every Games except for 2013, which I believe, or sorry, 2015, which I don't think there was boxing at, from what I could tell. Um yeah, we've had a we've had a medal at every at every games, at least one medal at every games for the past uh, 20 years, which I thought was was very cool. Um, did you did you feel like you had any pressure from that to perform? Gotcha. Um, and and what was like? What was the energy like of your athletes after they after Isaiah had won that gold medal? What was what was the feeling like on the team? Cool. Very cool. Love and then it. I was going to say, here's a side question. Um, and I didn't prep you with this one, but so, so feel free to answer however you like. If uh, if we need to cut it later, that's no problem. Um, so am I am I correct in saying that there's only male boxing at Canada Games? You're correct. Okay. Yeah. So um, there I like I feel like there is a rise of female boxing um, internationally. How long do you think it's going to take basically for Canada Games to catch up? What do you think's the what do you think's the hold up? The hold up comes back to weight categories and age requirements. Um, the population across Canada is pretty scarce for that age grouping that they have available for the games. So unless there was uh, an influx of additional athletes across the country in that age grouping, or if the games uh, were able to expand the uh, age and, and weight categories to perhaps a youth division. Uh, or or early elite, uh, that, that was never available really for a female to be successful at the games, uh, in my opinion. Cool. Yeah, hopefully that can happen soon. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... Good. Okay. How, how do you think an event like that would have um, influenced Charlie's career or influenced other, other female boxers like Charlie? Do you think it's like an appropriate step in their pathway or... Very cool. Mm. Um, so I have one more question, and then I'll uh, let Colin go with any others that he has um, that he can think of in the next 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay. Um, but uh, my last question for you is, uh, what is your best piece of advice to give coaches who are listening today? Um, my best piece of advice would be to uh, be patient with your athletes. Um, 
able to identify that uh, all actions from cable conveyed in the same way as each other uh, can require certain uh, uh, delivery or travel to marketplace. So with that being said, uh, that doesn't mean that they don't have the same procedural skill set in the top actions. Uh, they just have a different way of getting there. Um, it's hard as a volunteer coach especially to take the time to do so, but if, if you're able to do so, it creates a better relationship with coach actions and it uh, helps set forth the uh, future with them learning uh, that backwards uh, super fast. Very cool. I think that's great advice. Yeah. Colin, anything from you? Yeah, well, boxing is a sport I don't know very well. So you were talking earlier about how uh, Canada, the Canada Games could be a nice stepping stone. But what is the next step after that? Okay. Uh, with that for Isaiah, he, he competed at the Nationals the uh, next two months after winning his Ames, and he uh, was just shy of a gold medal by Colton Pierce and Andre Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, so for the last minute or so, if, if you have any uh, thing you want to plug or any kind of cool programming that's going on in the boxing world in New Brunswick, we'd love to hear about it. Or if you just want to explain to everyone at home how you can get involved in boxing um, as a either as a youth or as a, an adult learner or whatever the case is. that's what i kind of love especially about smaller sports is you really can just message the facebook page and, and be and have your in right there yeah that's a very interesting way to go at it i love it i think that's very cool yeah um yeah thanks for thanks for taking the time today i really appreciate uh you making time in your busy day to to talk to the podcast and to talk to all the lovely coaches at home um colin thank you as always for helping me get things rolling and for uh for your insight um so big thank you to kodiak fm who let us let us use their beautiful studios um even when sometimes we gotta fiddle around with the microphones a bit first uh we still appreciate it all the same and to all the coaches at home get to practice.